Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 188 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join us on my panel of John Self. Are you ready to ride? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're riding all the way to San Antonio, Texas. That's right. Cowboys and girls, get on your ho- on your horses and let's uh, giddy up all the way to Texas because we're going to the Alamo. We're going to SeaWorld San Antonio. We're going to do a river walk. We're going to even go up on a high, high tower and have dinner. It's going to be a fun, fun ride. So, Let's not delay any further except for another minute because we are going to do some housekeeping. Talk about the YouTube channel, Vacationers Podcast. We're at an all-time high with 680 subscribers. Thank you, 680 of you. Thank you, 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 thank you. And for the next 680, thank you for subscribing right now. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Well, the subs just doubled, John, just like that. I'm so glad for you. That was amazing. I didn't realize it was that easy. Just just say it and it will be. But uh, talking about the YouTube channel, John, tell me. <laughs> I know you are truly now a, a, a verified co-host of the show because Let's anytime see. I ask any of my co-hosts if what, what they've watched, the answer is always nothing. <laughs> um, in fairness, I believe the question was previous to the recording uh, whether I watched any San Antonio videos. Yes, that's true. And I did watch some of the SeaWorld video. Oh, okay. Some of the SeaWorld video. Okay. But I did not watch. But you watched it in preparation of this episode. I watched it. No, I watched it before. Uh, okay, you watched it before. Okay. But okay. I would not say that I watched it all the way through. Okay. So I may be better than, I may be doing better than most of your co-hosts, <laughs> but I would not say that I am scoring very high. I am yeah, passing. No. Yeah, no. I, I think I think I have to, I should do this show solo. That way more people will watch Oh, not okay. That's assuming my uh, Joanna and Ian watch when they're not co-hosting. Because let's face it, they're not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> that theory doesn't fly at all either. But if you don't co-host a show, go to the YouTube channel. I, I didn't know I became uh, promoted to a co-host. That's well, so I don't nice. know. I okay, mean, you've you've uh, you've been on a many I've, of them. I've now. meet the requirement now since I've not watched any videos. Now that you've kind of trans- transitioned into uh, just someone on to talk to rather than actually provide all the information, like the episode about, I think that, that qualifies you. Are to you be. are you prepping the audience that this episode is going to be about your it's experiences, all about not me, about me, baby? It's all about well, this me. This is this is this is it's going to be glorious. Any middle-aged man's dream. It's all about that. Uh, you're nothing more than an Alexa with a beard. I was really hoping you weren't going to say eye candy because this is a podcast, so let's make sure that we're clear. Yeah, no. Yeah, but anyway, the YouTube channel, go check it out. Every month we do a uh, Character Warehouse video. We go to Disney's Outlet and check that out. Uh, I've started doing SeaWorld Orlando um, past member benefits, their monthly benefits. So if I mean, that's probably a very small subset of who actually listens to this who actually have SeaWorld Orlando uh, passes, but it'd still be an interesting video to watch. Of course, every Wednesday we do a live stream. In fact, we're recording this on a Thursday. So last night we were at Disney's Hollywood Studios having a glorious evening. It was so much fun. 
and um, so much more. Just so, so much more. So go check it out today, right after you listen to this podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Of course, you can go to Twitter, Vacationer Tom and Pastor John Self. Make sure you follow both of us on there. John's always busy. John, is there anything you'd like to plug outside of your Twitter at this moment? I'm sure there are a hundred things, but I can't think of any because I already went to Universal Orlando today and had lunch and came back just so I could record this podcast. Just to sit here and listen to me talk to myself. I know. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. So, yes. Um, and if you could do me a favor, if you could review the podcast on uh, iConnect Podcast, or was it iApple Podcasts? Or what's that called? I can't. I can never remember what it's called. I have no idea. Um, most people say on the podcatcher of your choice. Yeah, but I'm specifically referring to the Apple. Uh, but eh, whatever it is, yes. I don't know if you can even do reviews for most of them. But I know on Spotify. Apple you can. Spotify you can do a review? Mm-hmm. Ooh, hey, somebody give me a Spotify review. That would be cool. I don't think I've... I haven't, I haven't, I'll be honest with you, I haven't checked, so who knows. Maybe I have Spotify reviews, but I doubt it. But if uh, you will give me a Spotify review, that would be glorious as well. Okay. All right, I think that's enough of that. Let's get right into my uh, my August weekend trip to San Antonio, Texas. I was asked more times in San Antonio, why are you here, than any other place I've ever visited. Now, granted, it may have been a total of three times, but I was asked like, oh, what brought you out this weekend or, you know, whatever. Um, I need some context for this. One Yes. I want to make a social commentary before I ask these obnoxious questions. <laughs> okay. Um, so did you, do you have a reason for why you're here? That sounds like an existential question. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, it was, it, no. It was oh, a, I know what the question really is. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived in Texas. Um, as my accent will betray sometimes, I, I can take one syllable words and make them four syllables. I've lived in Texas. Yeah, is there underlining uh, meaning to that? Yeah, I'm just asking. Now, <laughs> the other context is where was the setting of this? Were you in the theme parks? Were uh, you at hotels? Were you at restaurants? I believe it was tourist places. Can you be more vague? Well, one was a theme park. I believe the other one was the Alamo. Okay. And um, I don't specifically remember... Oh, the other one, I think, was uh, at a place that I will uh, disclose later on in the episode. <laughs> that scares me so much, everybody. Um, having said that, it sounds like these are just people who are trying. This is a social. Yeah. It's a social cue that they use to. But I don't. The tourist they areas. don't normally like. I don't know. Well, you live in the Kissimmee area, which is very near the all the Orlando world. And everyone knows why you came here. You came here for Disney World or Universal. Yeah, Orlando. I guess. But I, I can appreciate that's an interesting observation. I'll different. tell you one thing. Um, I was in New York this past weekend, and not once did anyone ask me why. I'm here. Let me enjoy this for a second. I know it's stereotyped. As <laughs> someone who lived in Boston for a while, I feel like I can say this. Yeah. They don't care why you're there. Yeah, no, it okay. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. They love you, but they don't care. Yes, yes. Okay, well, fair enough. Well, stay tuned for a future And I'll now episode. be messaging all my New York friends to yeah. apologize for saying that on the podcast, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I, I will be doing uh, the New York uh, weekend uh, coming up on a future episode. Make sure you stay tuned to that one, too. because And I will not be man, co-hosting because I don't want to get in trouble. Glorious. Yes, I think I may have a, a native New Yorker co-host that one. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about the San Antonio weekend. It was a Friday through Sunday. And as I was asked many times uh, while I was visiting, we decided to go 
based on a combination of cheap airline tickets and the fact that I wanted to check out SeaWorld San Antonio's new uh, launch log flume coaster. Or, well, log flume, not coaster. But And it turns out it never opened this year, unfortunately. However, uh, the, the, it was not a waste of time. It was still glorious. First time visiting SeaWorld San Antonio. We'll get to that later as well. Let's talk some numbers to start out. First of all, we flew out on Spirit Airlines and uh, Say What You Want. You get some cheap tickets. <laughs> they, they may not be the most comfortable, and at least they're not Frontier, who will uh, gouge you uh, endlessly with their bag sizing issues. At least that's what I've seen on social media. I've never had an issue with Spirit ever. As someone who flies Frontier a lot, that may be slightly exaggerated. Okay, but it's possible. The price of the airline or the t- airline tickets, and now this is just uh, Elena and I went. So two tickets round trip. Would you care to gander a guess? You already told me, so... I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. $175. That includes taxes, fees, everything. That was the final price out the door, $175. That's with no checked baggage, no carry-on bag, and uh, randomized seats. Well, I mean, not randomized seats, but, you know, I didn't choose my own seats. Now, I also say I have never chosen my own seats for Spirit because... Quite frankly, that almost doubles the cost of the flight if you do that. At that point, you might as well just go with another airline. And I've I've gone many, many places with uh, Elena and others, and I've never not sat next to my companion. Whomever I booked with, they've always sat, I've always sat next to. So those who fear, now, if I, I guess if I was traveling with a young child, I probably wouldn't take the chance. But uh, I have never had an issue with uh, two seats together. Never. Not once. So knock on wood, maybe. But uh, hallelujah. So initially, when I made this plan, the initial plan was possibly doing SeaWorld San Antonio and Six Flags Fiesta Texas. That was the initial plan. Because my flight on Friday morning, August 25th, was originally set to the, uh, to, <laughs> to take off at 6.30 a.m. and land at... 8.21 a.m. on Friday morning, which would have been plenty of time to grab my uh, rental car and get to a park before the park actually opened. So I have a full park day. However, I don't know, like a month before the actual flight took place, the, that flight had changed. It went from 6.30 leaving till 8.20 leaving. So now I wasn't landing in San Antonio till 10 a.m. And then I suddenly offered to drive him to the airport because it was two hours later. There yeah. is a connection here. Okay, just so you know. Oh, I see how that works. Yes. Okay. There was no offer when it was at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if you've been to Orlando International uh, Airport. No, yes, no, no, yes. No. So did you – wait, you didn't take me out to San Antonio, did you? To the airport? I thought I did. Or was this a different trip? Well, New, New York you just did. Oh, we took, I took you then, too. Did you? Yep. Oh, I'll look at you. All right. There you go. Where did I go with... I must be, oh, Pittsburgh, I bet. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I, I, I left my car. Yeah, okay. Pittsburgh, I flew out also, for those of you wanting to know in the behind-the-scenes world. <laughs> yeah, so Friday kind of became more of a, hey, let's just go and do, like, the Alamo and just sightsee without going to a park, which... Ended up being, I mean, if we would have done two park days back to back, it would have been a little rough because it was very, very hot. I mean, it was hot even for being in Florida. Like it was even hotter. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but very hot. So we got up, we went, uh, we flew out, no uh, no issues. 
Of course, guess what uh, rental car company we used, John? Would you like to, like to guess? I have no idea. Alamo, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me for that. Yeah, come on. Alamo, you have to get use Alamo in uh, San Antonio, right? I say no, but, you know, you're your right. call. As a, a, a avid car renter, this, um, I rented it for Friday when I landed, and I returned it Sunday our flight back Sunday, well, originally it was supposed to leave at 9, 18 a.m. and land at 109 p.m. Uh, it got changed to 10.55 a.m. and uh, land in Florida at 2.44 p.m. So so just to clarify for the audience, your flight you originally booked with Spirit yes. was supposed to leave around 6.30. Yep. And then it, it eventually left at 10, almost 11 o'clock. Uh, no. What time did it leave? 6:30 a.m. It left at 8:20. It's about two-hour gap. It got the, the both flights back and so going to San Antonio, it got bumped about two hours. I got that part. Coming back, it got bumped about two hours. Okay, nine, that's the nine eighteen. Okay, got it. Yeah, 9:18 and 10:55. My bad. Yeah. So the, I rented the car for that amount of time. Do you want to guess how much I paid for a car rental? No, because in Texas it could be all across the scale. This now I did rent it through Costco Travel. And it was $116, okay. which I thought was a pretty good price for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then we stayed at the Hampton Inn, uh, of course, because that's where we stay. Uh, I have a friend who gives me or gets me um, family and friend rates. So for checking in Friday, checking out Sunday morning, would you like to guess how much I paid for that? No, because I'm not good at the prices right. <laughs> 158 Okay. So, uh, what is that? 160. So 80, about 80 bucks. And then that's 158 is after the fees, taxes, whatever else you want to throw on room convenience, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think it was, um, when I booked it, it was around 60 bucks a night was the, you know, the, the, the pre-tax mm-hmm. pricing. And I'll get in the hotel here in a second. So if you add all those together, about $450 to fly out for two people, have a rental car and, um, have a hotel for two nights. So not too bad, I say. So that was the main reason uh, we went because it wasn't too badly priced. It was a city we've never gone to. There's a park I wanted to go to, a new ride I wanted to go to, and uh, a state, honestly. I mean, I've drove through Texas, but I never actually stopped and did anything in it. So I thought it would be a cool little vacation, a little weekend a getaway. So that's why it was booked. As far as I go back to the Hampton Inn, um, not a good this Hampton is the Inn. What I'm waiting for, yes. Yeah, not a good one. Uh, the the sink or the toilet or the not the toilet the uh, the tub. What you know, it had a slow drain. Um, it was dirty. It was dated. Uh, it just was not a good Hampton Inn. Um, they did have Texas-shaped waffles in their continental breakfast, so I give them kudos for that. But other than that. Uh, yeah, the state of that hotel is a little worse worse for wear. I uh, could use a little love. It's the one that was out by the airport. So that's where we ended up uh, staying, which I, this, this, I guess this is a, a trend because in New York, we stayed at an Airbnb next to the airport. So I don't know if I, I'm like <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, escape the town uh, quickly, you know, stay at the, near the airport. I don't know. But uh, for both sakes, we did that. So that was that. Uh, like I said, we, we landed, we got a rental car, we went down to uh, see the Alamo. That was the first thing we wanted to do. Now, John, have you been to the Alamo? 
Uh, yes, but it was a really long time ago. I put in Alamo on Waze and I start driving mm-hmm. and I'm, it's leading me to downtown San Antonio. It's weird, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, this can't be right. I'm going to the Alamo. But you trust Waze as your deity, so you will trust it. It's true. It's true. So I'm driving. I'm like, well, this is just weird. And, I, and it has me going. And sure enough, the Alamo is right in the middle of downtown San Antonio. And even weirder is, you know, I guess we'll get to that in a second. So I park in a parking lot. So they have all these little parking lots that you can uh, pay for parking for the day. Or it's an hourly thing. Or Actually, no, there was a max. I think there was like a four-hour max where you had to leave, which was odd. So I park there and I get out of the car and I turn around and what's across the street, John? Um, I think I think you're gonna tell me there was an Alamo. No, what? there was a Voodoo Donuts. Oh, that's right. I could not believe it. I knew there was a Voodoo Donuts in town, but I did not. I, mean, I didn't even know that it was there. So when I when I when I turned around, I'm like, well, I guess we found the place we're going to breakfast. So sure enough, we walked over, had some glorious delicious donuts and i will say the voodoo donuts outside of city walk a little more uh a, a phallic uh donut shapes <laughs> it's a little dirtier or um adult than you you get at the universal city walk version you mean a a donut chain inspired by providing donuts for late night traffic in the in the pacific northwest that even came up with something known that got banned as the Pepto-Bismol donut. <laughs> that might be targeting a different audience in the theme parks. Yeah. yeah That's not. shocking to me. I will say. I wish I had written, had not written volumes about this. <laughs> uh, I got some type of banana one, which was super good. Um, Elena got a mango tango or whatever it is. And uh, I ate half of that, of course, because, you know, you know her with sweets. She'll get it, eat three bites, like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I have to eat the rest because I'm not throwing it away. So, yeah, it was really cool. A nice location. Uh, the, fl- the vlog is not out yet, the travel vlog, where you'll see us at the Voodoo Donuts. That will be coming out shortly. So stay tuned to the YouTube channel, and you'll be able to see us at Voodoo. So we eat at Voodoo. We walk over to the Alamo, and that's when I realized that it's, it's like parts of the Alamo are now the city shops like Riverwalk was part of the alamo and now from the the actual alamo site to the river walk are just streets of retail and businesses <laughs> it's, it's like it happened and they started building and at no point no one's like hey you know what this is kind of historic we should probably reserve or like preserve this it's so strange but they are remembering the alamo they are remembering the alamo so we get there and we decide to do the $45 guided tour. It's a half hour guided tour. The benefit of the guided tour is one, they have an exhibit, the Alamo exhibit, which I didn't realize until we were inside. Actually, I didn't even realize until doing the video, which is released now. So go check it out. Uh, Phil Collins, like this whole exhibit is all Phil Collins stuff that he collected. The singer, the rock singer of Genesis and his own solo band. It's all his own stuff that he basically donated to San Antonio and they built this building around it. And I I guess in 2026, they're going to have a whole visitor center thing where it's going to move to. But until then it's here. He has a ridiculous amount of like antiques and just different things from the war, which is absolutely amazing. And he does a voiceover uh, account of 
the Alamo, like the, the battle. Spoiler, it doesn't go well. <laughs> wow, spoiler indeed. But I have the whole video. At the end of the video, I have the whole video, or I have the whole, whatever it is. But there's a whole map, and as he talks, parts of the map light up, and you can kind of see what's what, you know, what would happen as he talks about it. It was, it was very, very cool. But you get into that for free. Usually it's $14 for an adult, $12 for a veteran or senior or, you know, I don't know, emergency worker or whatever. And I think there's a kid price. or I don't know what that is because I don't have children. So we get that for free with a $45 tour. There's also the church, which is free. However, you need to reserve a time slot to get in. So you got to go some some app or something and reserve a slot and wait your time. And then you can't go in until then. And then... I don't know once you go in if you have, if you can stay forever or whatever, but with the tour you don't need you just show them that you have that you bought the tour you can go in anytime you want in and out whenever you want there's no time you don't have to worry about it you're free to roam go in and out of the uh, the church as you see fit so you're like a free range tourist yes okay. yes so it was really cool uh, so we decided to do the forty five dollar tour of course there was a veteran discount which got us it was forty dollars a piece. Which, if you do the math on that, it's like some weird 11 plus percent discount. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the discount of that is, but uh, and they gave us um, little ear things and earpieces, and the guy talked to the mic as we walked around. I mean, there's only like six of us maybe doing the tour. It was it was really good. I liked it because you know usually you go to these places and you look around and you have no idea. Like, it's just like oh, okay, and, but to hear he goes he tours you around, tells you about everything and takes you to the church and tells you what the story about the church. And uh, he leads you into the exhibit. He doesn't walk you through the exhibit, but he leads you in there and that's where the tour ends. And then he's like, all right, well, you guys have free reign. Go crazy. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. so then I did. Did but you go like that? I did literally go. Blah, blah. Actually, he did have to uh, uh, reprimand me one time because we <laughs> we're, we're, we walked to the pl- Now, it was like 120 degrees. Yeah, Tom can't be trusted in public. It was, it was ridiculously hot. Super stupidly and i'm not saying it's just hot i mean it, the, it was humid too like even in the shade it wasn't it wasn't comfortable it was not a, not pleasant so at one point we're in this uh this archway thing and we're looking down uh at this little model the scale model of the alamo or something and i just lean like there's a column next to me so i put my hand against it and i was leaning against it he goes well if you don't mind not touching uh, the walls. They're very old. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to rest a little because it, oh, it was so hot. It was, it was ridiculous, John. Ridiculous. So. Okay, just to clarify, those of you who are listening who live in the Midwest, farther north, maybe even in Canada. No, this is a heat wave. Remember that Tom lives in. Kissimmee, Florida. It's true. And, and he's I, complaining about how hot it was. But he complains about how hot it is in Kissimmee, Florida when it's 80 degrees. So no, bear that in mind. You're, you're out of your mind. You're, you, I'm just saying. You are. Now I'm not disputing that it was hot in San Antonio. Just remember your source. No, it was a, a bona fide heat wave going on in San Antonio at the time. So uh, I thank you very kindly telling uh, stories out of... I, did not tell a story. School, I just gave facts. Turn or whatever that phrase is. I implied a story, but I, I nah. gave facts. Uh, so we, we did that. We walked around. It was it was really really fun. I didn't think I'd enjoy the Alamo as much as I did. I think it has a lot to do with that Phil Collins narration and the little uh, thing they do. Uh, that that was really good. I, I thought that was superbly done. And I wanted to make sure when I did the YouTube video of the exhibition 
that that whole that the whole thing was in it. So at the very end, the whole thing you can watch it from start to to finish. Um, and I, I walked around the model as it as it spoke. So I think it's a pretty good video overall. But so we finished that up. Then we decided to walk. Um, where did we we walked to Riverwalk, which is part of the Alamo, but you wouldn't know it because now it's <laughs> it's just a city. So Riverwalk is their um, touristy place that everyone goes to. It's down, it's like a canal walk, really. You, you walk down steps and you're down lower than street level and there's a river. It's the river that ran in the Alamo. And if you're down in the Riverwalk, open beverages, you can have open beverages for alcohol. It's not a problem. You can buy beer and walk up and down the Riverwalk. Not a problem. You can drink it. I mean, are you trying to say the liquor license for all of the city walk is the same? Said so not city walk, river walk is the same. And so you can go from place to place with your open beverage. Yes. Not a problem. As long as you stay within the river walk because it you all don't go up the, the steps. same alcohol beverage license. Do not go okay. up the steps to the actual city. Uh, yes, because we were at another brewery uh, on above, at the city level. And I said to them, I said, can we buy a beer or a drink here and walk out to the city walk and he's and they and they kind of were like gave me the the answer like well no you can't legally do that but we can put it in a cup <laughs> like a styrofoam cup so no one would know and then you could take it to the river walk and i was like oh i see i see but um yeah you can't do that now interestingly enough the river walk you can't smoke or vape down in the river walk you have to go up the street so depending on your vice <laughs> you got go up and down the stuff. If you have both vices, at least you're going to get a little exercise because every time you want to smoke or vape, you got to go up to the street level, do that, and then come back down to drink. <laughs> I thought that was very interesting. As a non-smoker, I appreciated it. Um, as a smoker, or as, I guess as someone who used to smoke, I guess, back in the day, I would I would find that very annoying because if you're drinking alcohol, you're probably wanting to smoke. And if you have alcohol and you can't take your open beverage up the steps with you you can't smoke down there we're gonna put it on the steps and walk up without it or yeah it's highly inconvenient very uh troublesome but uh as someone who uh, wised up and uh, kicked that habit many 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 years ago uh, i greatly appreciate the fact that uh, i can walk city walk without getting a uh, smoke cover so that's cool. They Notab also notable silence from your co-host trying not to be judgmental keep going <laughs> also um yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, the smoker will say, well, you know, the alcohol is not doing you any, any favors either. So yeah, health-wise, so yeah, like, touche. <laughs> but also in the city walk, especially in the summer, it's very helpful that they have little sprinklers set up and misters all along the river walk. So as you're walking, the misters spray down. and The mist never makes it. Like, there's nothing wet on the ground. That mist never touches the ground. <laughs> it is gone quickly. We went the first place we ate. We had lunch at uh, the Republic of Texas. Um, the entire Republic. Wow. Not that's it wasn't, impressive. It was not was not good. We had a split. Well, we split a brisket and sausage platter and chips and salsa. And they only had like two pieces of sausage. And the the brisket was okay, but the the barbecue sauce and John, maybe you can speak to this. Was very tomatoey. It was a very tomato based barbecue sauce I, I didn't care for the barbecue sauce at all okay just to clarify this is going to digress this this podcast in a direction he did not expect oh so i just want to be clear um though i might disagree with your tomato based statement i get the point you're making 
Um, in previous conversations, you have expressed your dislike for Carolina mustard style. I like red sauce. Yes. Okay. So you just didn't like that red sauce used this, on that brisket. I mean, specifically tomato. Almost mm-hmm. like you're eating tomato sauce, not a barbecue sauce. It was very, very tomato-based. Not tomato that it was red. I mean, it tasted like tomato. Like I was eating spaghetti sauce on my mm-hmm. brisket. It was, it was too, mu- too much tomato and not enough barbecue. I suspect when the food blogger messages some people and asks about Republic of Texas, he's going to discover that it's not really a barbecue place and they don't really use barbecue sauce, but I don't know that. And feel free to message me if you, and any of, you know, Instagram, Twitter, we'll find out what I find out, but I was not impressed with it at all. And the, well, and, and the brisket was, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, it was fine. Eh, it just, you, you went to a restaurant with it, with Republic of Texas, the Republic of Texas is dead. I wanted to go eat local and I did the whole time, John, no change. <laughs> You well, know, if you're scoring you know, at home, <laughs> you know it's there's coming. a huge yeah, mistake being no, made. Yeah, huge, huge mistake. Well, I mean, it was a mistake, so we had a great meal, but uh, how was I supposed to know? Okay, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. And so, I will try to be quiet and not be the normal weakness of being judgmental and know-it-all that I'm aware of my spiritual weaknesses. Uh, yes. So uh, that, uh, so, okay, so then we're walking on the river walk, and that's like two, maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. It literally like 115 degrees. Literally, there's no hyperbole there. With the heat index, it may have been a thousand degrees. I, I'm not certain, but it was very hot. So we're walking, and we wanted to do the river canal boat ride in the evening. So we went over to it to see the pricing and you know how it worked exactly. And in front of the canal ride, or right next to where you buy the canal ride, were some gentlemen lined up. Uh, <laughs> Asking me, hey, how was your vacation? Uh, blah, 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 blah. And of course, you know, these people, John, are timeshare people. I've heard of these raptors. Yeah, so they start talking to me and they're like, hey, we can get you a free canal uh, walk or, you know, get you a free canal boat ride, uh, get you reservation tonight at the, uh, was it Tower of Americas, which is a huge tower and has a round table seating where you eat. I don't know, 90 stories up in the air. Not not 90, but very high up in the air, which is really cool. And um, a, a horse buggy ride and I think a couple night hotel stay or something. I don't know. And they said, you know, you, you go in with a bus right here. You go in, you know, for like 90 minutes in the AC. You get to chat. And as soon as they said 90 minutes in the AC, I looked at Elena and I said, maybe we should actually consider this because I could use a break. And get, because I know they're gonna have water. We can drink the, we can drink a ton of water, relax for 90 minutes in the heat of the day. And the things, at least the restaurant would have been cool. And uh, we we're gonna do the canal anyway. So, you know, really, it's not a, it's a, it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. She agreed, not really understanding what we we're getting into. <laughs> now there was a little bit of a hiccup in this plan because. At this point, my car allotment time in my parking deck was running out. And if I went to do this timeshare thing, it would run out before I could get back to my car. So I told the guy, listen, I got to go get my car and move it because if I go to this timeshare thing, I'm not going to be able to get back in time. So he, he followed me. He helped me get to my car, first of all, because he knew where I was. And I didn't know where I was at that point, which remarkably, we're remarkably close to where we started from. 
I, I don't know how that works, but I, I guess the world is really is round. And we walked around. We did a loop. I don't know. But we got to the car. I moved it off onto the street because after a certain time on the street, the parking's free. So I just moved it, and it was free. And then we got on the shuttle. The shuttle. They took us there. We sat there. We did, you know, we watched the present. Blah 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 blah. And then, uh, you know, he did the, oh, but 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 but, you know, all the normal stuff. And of course, I said no, and da da da. And then the other guy come out, blah blah blah. And I said no 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 no. And at the end, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested, but uh, thanks anyway. And they go, okay, well, good enough. So uh, then we, well, we, we, Elena almost blew it because we're in the one part where a group presentation part where the guy's like, oh, oh vacations, dot, 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 and everyone, and, you know, blah, blah, and they're all laughing and trying to get you, you know, relaxed. And uh, Elena had to take a call because Sophia fell or something. So, I don't know what happened, but she had to leave. Then my handler was like, no, we got to go because if you both aren't in there, we got to go. I said, I'm not leaving. I'm not going. Because when I talked to the people in the street, they said only, like, she didn't even need, need to be there. Because I said, we're not married. She said, oh, well, she doesn't have to be there. So if I walk, if I would have walked out, I'd have lost all my stuff. It's like, no, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so he, he didn't know what to do at that point. So she came back, sat back down a minute later, and then we watched the rest of it. And of course, somebody in front of us didn't turn the ringer off. So the phone kept making noises, and the dude who was, like, having fun, jolly, good time at one point, he's like, all right, can you please turn your phone off? <laughs> you lost skull just for a second. He's like, come on. I can't believe the handler of that person didn't, like, nudge him. Like, hey, mm-hmm. turn that shit off. Uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, it was very easy. It's, I, I've become so, I don't know. I mean, it's not even close now. Like, before, I mean, it never really was close before, but I don't know. It's I've become so immune to all their stuff that is it's just like, yeah, whatever. At the end of the day, if you ever want to get out of a timeshare, just tell them if I were actually interested in buying this. Now this, now Disney will have a rebuttal to this, but no one else will. If I was actually interested in buying this, I would just buy it resell because I can get it at a much better price. No other company has any benefit to buy directly through them. Disney, it does. DVC, you don't, if you buy resale, you don't get some of the DVC benefits. You can't go to what, some of the lounges. There are certain perks that you can only get if you buy directly from Disney. No other DV, no other timeshare does that. So there's never ever any reason why you would ever buy f- directly from the timeshare company because everyone's trying to unload their timeshares. You can get them for pennies on the dollar because they just want to get out of it because they don't want to pay the monthly dues. So at the end of the day, if they ever corner you, into, oh, payment this, because it's, it's, it's a whole car dealership thing, right? What payment would you be comfortable with? And then they try to back it out from there, make you take a loan at 18%, blah, blah, blah. Just tell them, well, if I was actually seriously interested, I'd just buy resell. I'll get it for pennies on the dollar. There's nothing they can say about that. They can't refute that. There's, it's, just, it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing. And just tell them that you don't care about vacationing. Like, the whole their whole thing is, Vacation is important. It's an important part of your life. You need it. You need it. You need it. You say, well, no, that's my, my priority isn't vacation. My priority is my family. My priority is my household. My priority is things I need in my daily life. If my washer and dryer break, guess what? I'm not going on vacation that year. I'm buying a washer and dryer. I don't need to go on vacation. Vacation is a luxury I have when things are good. When they're bad, I, I, I forego it. And if I buy my pre-buy my vacations, now I can't forego it. And now I got to forego Daily necessities, things I may need, things my kids may need. They have no defense. It's almost fun. It's dare I say yeah, it's you enjoyable. Seem to enjoy yeah. it a little too much. <laughs> it's like a chess match. I used to start articles about this. So, you know, <laughs> you're, 
Mr. Cube. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You seem to enjoy it a little too much. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, they all try to be personable, like, oh, this is my wife, and this is my kid, and that, 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 that. Like, okay, yeah, okay, I got you. Like, you're going to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because, oh, I, I think he, you know, this kid guy has a kid and a new wife, and yeah, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I get what they're doing, but it just, it falls on deaf ears. But anyway, so we do that. I drink. Is that because you're dead inside? I am dead inside. Okay, let me clear. That's so, someone who uh, may be dead inside also. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do that. Uh, I get my all my vouchers. Now, I don't have any idea how to get my my weekend, whatever it is, or a week or what. I, I got to look in the old emails or something. Honestly, if I never use it, I don't care. But it, it doesn't matter. I, I want it for the things I already used. So I got all that stuff. We walked out and went back down to, um, what do we do? I so, wasn't there. I don't know. Somehow we ended up. Back where the parking was, I believe, because we went to the Devil's River Distillery. Now, the Devil's River Distillery, we went here like three or four times. It's a little distillery uh, on the corner across from Voodoo Donuts, of all things. That makes complete sense. Yeah. (laughs) And it's fantastic. It's just, it's quaint. It's just a, it's, it's a really, really nice place that has some great cocktails. Um, So we went there, we had some cocktails had a good time. Elena wanted to buy some of their their whiskey. Of course, uh, we're flying back. We can't get it on the plane, so we uh, we didn't get anything. But I, you, I'm, I'm sure they would have delivered it, you know, mailed it to us. But it's fine. So then, uh, oh, also in the, the Devil's River Distillery, the bathroom is a pretty long walk. I think it's shared. But if you go to the bathroom, they have a black toilet. And I think I showed you this, Sean, before the video started. You I did. do. You're incredibly fascinated by this dark colored toilet. I had to take a video of it. <laughs> this black toilet. I've never seen a black toilet before. I thought That's it was your fascination. Fascinating. Okay. Right, the same reason why you don't like wear white clothes because it shows how dirty everything is or white carpet. A black toilet makes perfect sense. You never have to clean it. Now, that's pretty gross, but you never have to clean it. Um, these... The words expressed on the Vacationers <laughs> podcast and more are Tom's alone and not those uh, of anyone uh, maybe. else. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it, was, it was just weird. I don't know. But then we went to um, we went to eat somewhere. No, 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 we were eating at the Towers of the Americas that night. So we went back to the um, back to the Riverwalk, and we met up with the guys that uh, basically set us up for the timeshare, gave us all our stuff because. They said that they could get us reservations to the Towers of the Americas, which is, again, it's a restaurant on top of a very tall tower that you can overlook San Antonio while you eat. So uh, I went back and uh, had him call and make a reservation for me. And while we were there, we're so we had a 1030 reservation at night. Now, in case you don't realize it, San Antonio is in a central time zone. So for me, that that would be 11:30 at night eating dinner, <laughs> so it was very late. And being very old as we are, and it being very hot, it was pretty brutal. But we're like, you know what? We're only here for the weekend. Let's do it. So uh, we went, uh, had some more cocktails at another establishment, had some chips and salsa, of course, because you know in Texas. And then um, we did the Go Rio River Walk Boat Ride. It went up and down. The uh, canal walk, or the river walk in the canal. Those of you familiar with Spanish language get the irony of that name for that. Okay. <laughs> um, so that was 
free, quote unquote, as you know, it, we got the voucher from the timeshare. So uh, we did that. It was super fun. We waited till you know it was dusk. Uh, I do have video of that. I'm not sure if that's going to be a standalone video or just part of my travel vlog. I'll have to watch it and see how it turned out, see what we're going to do with that. But yeah, that was great. Hung out, had a couple more cocktails, and then we went to the Towers of the Americas. Now this place, like I said, you get there. We got there early because, again, we were. <laughs> it's it's a late late dinner reservation, and we're like, oh, we'll go early because, well. We either stay here and drink, and then I can't drive to the place, right? Or we go there early, go to the bar, and just check out the area. Now, unfortunately, this place, you had to pay $20 to park, which I guess this is, quote-unquote, an attraction. To me, it's just a restaurant. So the idea of paying to go pay to eat is kind of ridiculous, but whatever. It is what it is. Now, as far as the timeshare, uh, they, they got us the reservation, and I got a discount. I don't recall what the discount was. I do recall, again, because it was a 10:30 reservation, so it was I don't know, maybe 11:30 midnight by the time you know we we're done eating. The waitress had a dickens of a time finding a manager to enable the discount or to approve the discount. <laughs> it took a long time for her to find someone to uh, let me get that discount, and I think it was decently significant. Again. I have the raw video. I haven't edited it together. So uh, stay tuned for that. I should have prepped. I just ran out of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like to say uh, uh, I did watch a bunch of videos before starting. That I do. I did not watch that to see what my discount was. But I want to say it was like 20% or something. The guy asked me when, I, when we were on the phone uh, what, if we're celebrating anything. And I, I'm not going to waste that, right? If you're being asked explicitly, hey, I'm making a reservation for you. Are you celebrating anything? I was like, oh, uh, it's Elaine's birthday or did I say her anniversary? I don't know. I don't remember what I said. I said something. So she got a little cake or something with, it was handwritten, like happy anniversary, or happy birthday, eh, maybe anniversary. Hmm. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably anniversary. Uh, but the food was fine. It was a little warm and that's at 1030 at night. I mean, the sun's been down for a while and in that heat at that altitude, I'm sure that AC is just work. Like it, it's just in it, their cooking in the kitchen. It's just, it's going to be hard <laughs> and all those people. So, but anyway, we, we get there, I don't know, like nine, nine thirty, and we can get access to the bar down on the ground level. They have like a flying theater, like flying over Texas and they have some other stuff that you can do arcade, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but we go up to the bar, we sat, had some cocktails, and you could still see over and look at look out the glass and see the city. And it was, it, was, it was absolutely beautiful. And it rotates, too. So as you sit there, you're rotating around slowly, and you get to see different views. So make sure I'm hearing this from a theme park fan's perspective. So I can experience Soren, yeah. and then I can go to Garden Grill. Yes. That's what I just heard. <laughs> That's not what you said. If you're unfamiliar with those attractions in that restaurant... That is what he's yes. describing, but I understand from this restaurant it's a far more enjoyable experience than that. Yes, it, it, yeah, very, very good cocktails, very, very good meal. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a blast, and I, I was grateful to be able to do it. So, uh, so far, like I said, I'm very happy. I just chose to do the the timeshare thing. So then we went home, obviously, or back to the hotel because man, it was super late. <laughs> we got up the next morning. We go to SeaWorld San Antonio. So let's finish the other events, and then we'll circle back. See what on San Antonio and do that separate. 
We'll do that at the Since end. Since it's your podcast, that sounds yeah. good. All right, so uh, we did SeaWorld San Antonio. Uh, I think it like had a 10.30 opening, so it was super late, but you know, we got to sleep in a little bit, go to SeaWorld. We did that. We came back in the afternoon, took a nap, took a shower, and then we headed back down to City Walk, of course. Where, where, where else are you going to go? Or River Walk. River Walk. Yeah, River you doing yeah. it. I'm sorry. I know. Thank you. We went down to River Walk, parked in the same place. Uh, so that means we went back to the Devil's River Distillery, had some more cocktails there. Then we decided we went back down to the River Walk, and this is where uh, the funny thing happens, where we're walking the River Walk, and we see a restaurant. A Because, uh, again, we want to eat authentic Texas restaurants, right? We don't want chains. We're not eating at Applebee's or anywhere else. So we see one called Sawgrass Steakhouse. And it has like the, it looks Texas. It's a Texas restaurant. Now, granted, it is a Texas-based chain restaurant. I did not know that Saltgrass, sorry, Saltgrass Steakhouse is a chain. And in fact, they are in Orlando. (laughs) In fact, there is one at the corner, when I turn every month to go do my Disney Warehouse video, there was one at the corner that I make a turn to go to the outlet. It sits right there in the corner. And I've never noticed that's what it's called. Never paid any attention. <laughs> it wasn't until I got back and I was telling, I think I was telling John, he's like, oh no, they have them here. I'm like, what? And then I saw it the next time I went to the, the character warehouse. I'm like, I'm sorry, any, of any of you who've seen me interact or suspect what my personality may be like, <laughs> He's underselling my reaction. <laughs> there needs to be the, there was a pause where yeah. I did let the Holy Spirit speak to me not to call yeah. him a fool immediately. Yeah. And then as I typically do, because it's called practicing Christianity, not successful Christianity, I ignored that. Yes. And then immediately went, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's an exact quote. I recall this. Yeah, I, I believe uh, I saw the little devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. And he By the way, just that's incredibly bad theology. Flick the, the angel away. It's and not how it works. The little devil. Yeah. He won. He won the battle. But, uh, yeah, uh, overall, the, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I would consider going in Orlando to the Saltgrass Steakhouse. It was, it was very good. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait, though. Wait and just only eat it in San Antonio. So to me, it will always be a local. So when's restaurant. the next time you're going back to San Antonio? Are we spoiling the video, the podcast? Uh, I don't know. I don't have it planned, but I, okay. I would like to go back next year to ride the uh, launch log flume. That would be absolutely fantastic. Maybe hit the Hello Scream as well. Who knows? But uh, we'll get into that in a second. But um, yeah. So oh, another interesting thing about the salt grass. Again, this is in the Riverwalk. So we walk up to the podium and they said it's a 35 minute wait uh, outside or no 35 minute wait inside immediate seating outside along the river walk, you know, along the river. So I was like, okay, well let's try that because yes, it's hot and, but it's evening. The sun's down now, so it won't be that bad. So they seat us not five minutes. In fact, the waitress could not even come to get our drink order. And we're like, you know what? This is uncomfortable. This is not pleasant. I don't want to eat out here. I do not want to sit out here for the next hour. We got up and we uh, <laughs> changed our reservation to be inside. Ironically, we we make that change. We go down the steps. We were going to go across the river. There's a bridge right down from where we were. We we're going to cross the bridge to down to the river. And I think there was a Walgreens or something. We we're going to check that out. We didn't get to the bridge before we got a buzz saying our table was ready. I mean, it was literally like five minutes wait. So then we went back and we ate 
And uh, yeah, it was very good food. Uh, I think I got the ribs and shrimp and uh, Elena got the steak and shrimp. Uh, fantastic time. After that, we decided we're going to do our free, quote unquote, we got a free voucher to do the uh, horse-drawn carriage ride around San Antonio. Um, that was cool. It was weird because literally we went around the city in a horse-drawn carriage, which which is kind of odd. You know, I've done parks before. In fact, I did Central Park in New York. I've done, um, where else have I done horse-drawn carriages? I don't even remember. But just going through the downtown of a city was a little peculiar. But we did have a full, like a real cowboy as our, <laughs> as our uh, uh, stagecoach host or whatever you want to call him, the driver. Or... You, you've said this real cowboy thing a couple times before recording. How did you know he was a real cowboy? Because you are in Texas. Yes. Even I looked like a cowboy sometimes in Texas. And he had the hat and the way he spoke and his viewpoints. He said some interesting things about people. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, all right. that's what I'd ex- that's what I'd expect if I, I was going to stereotype what a cowboy would be like. He would be it. Okay, that's the answer, folks. I just wanted to have that officially <laughs> documented. Yeah. Like, oh, and I don't remember the specifics at the moment. I'll have to watch the video. I'm sure I have it all videotaped of some of the things he said, but uh, they, they were they were amusing to say the least. So uh, we did that. And then uh, I believe we, at that point, we may, oh, we were going to end At that it. point, you called John to see how things were going. No, no, <laughs> that did not happen. No, Sorry. No, no. So uh, then we were going to end the night and go home. So we were walking back to the car. And as we were walking, we walked past the Voodoo Donuts, which was booming, by the way. I mean, it was busy. I'm sorry. Really? Their target yeah. demographic was Feng Shui's coming to visit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are doing a good business that night. And uh, we decided, Those you know wondering, what? I visit Voodoo Donuts in the morning. <laughs> and we decided, you know what? Instead of going to our car, which is right next to us, let's go, you know, right next to that. And we'll go back to the Devil's uh, River Brewery and have one more cocktail to end our vacation. Because the next morning we're getting up, going to the airport and flying back. So we wow, did just wow, that. Wow. We, we went in. Now, this was interesting because everybody... Now, this isn't a big place, but everyone, all the patrons at the bar were outside in a um, a uh, uh, netted area, like a porch that was closed off with netting, so that way bugs can't get in. But it was outside, and they had a band, or a two-piece band, like two people playing guitar and singing. So they were out there doing their thing. Very good band. It was very good music, um, and the people were outside listening. So we go inside because we're hot. Like, I mean... Yes, it's whatever, 10.30 at night, 11.30 at night. It, to us, it was un, it was still uncomfortably hot. So we go in. We're the only people. We're the only two people, patrons of this place, inside the, the bar area, sitting at a table. Everyone else is outside listening to music. Sure enough, these two cowboys, I'll say it again, these two cowboys come in, big, big, big guys. These guys are not uh, vegans. <laughs> they, 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 they eat uh, meat. You're stereotyping them. I right? am. Okay, I, they, I they got the, I'm not saying you're wrong. They got the cowboy hat, cowboy boots, jeans, long sleeve shirts with the cowboy vest. Just to clarify, for those of us who've lived in Texas for quite a while, that's common dress just because you're not yes. used to it. They come in with that. They order their drinks and they go back out mm-hmm. to, with their ladies. And I mean, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and I was uncomfortable to sit out there and l- listen to music. They're in full get up and they're like, yep. This is what it is. 
yeah, you must just get used to it. I don't know. But it I mean, it was un, it was just uncomfortable. Even without the sun at night, I was not comfortable sitting out there. So we had some cocktails, and then we uh, drove back to the hotel, got up the next morning, went to the airport, and uh, that is what they say is history. It's history. Yeah. That, fantastic. I absolutely loved San Antonio. I will most certainly go back. Uh, this rev- My thoughts of this is very much the same thoughts, spoiler, of what I'm going to say about New York. I loved it. I want to go back, and I'd like to go back over the Christmas holiday season to see how they decorate. So what we've learned is you need to travel more. Yeah, I need to do a lot of stuff around Christmas time. But you do a podcast about traveling, and you need to travel more. Yeah, I know. Irony there as yeah, well. Yeah, it's very, very ironic. Okay. All right, so that was that. But let's now let's circle back to SeaWorld San Antonio. We had free tickets because both Elena and I are, um, what are we, Platinum you Pass You had tickets holders. included with your Platinum Pass. Yeah, to SeaWorld Orlando. So we also have uh, the the preferred parking. So we parked right, I mean, right next to the entrance. So that was fantastic. We got there about 10 o'clock right before the park. The park opened at 10.30. Got there around 10. Barely anybody there, uh, which was a sign of the times. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. So we pull in. So we get off the exit, and it says, like, SeaWorld, Aquatica, da-da. So we pull in the parking lot, and we start walking. And straight ahead of us, all we see is Aquatica water flumes and stuff. Like water rides straight ahead of us. So I'm thinking... Oh shit, did we park in the wrong parking lot? Like, are we at Aquatica and not at SeaWorld? Did we miss a turn to park at SeaWorld and we're actually at Aquatica? Yes. For those of you unfamiliar with the way it's laid out in Orlando, there's separate parking for SeaWorld Orlando and Aquatica Orlando. So I've, some logic goes to his to his premise. Every SeaWorld, San Antonio, I mean, hell, the Aquatica, well, they don't even have Aquatica anymore, I don't believe. I think they turned into a Sesame Street land, uh, or Sesame Street world. But that one's like, like, 20 miles away. I mean, it was not even close to SeaWorld San Antonio or San, SeaWorld San, sea, sea World, San, San Diego. Diego. The Both Bush Gardens parks have sister water parks. Neither of them have the same parking. Uh, both of them, you park at separate parking and you have a separate entrance. So it never occurred to me that you would park in one spot and go into one entrance. You go through one security checkpoint for both Aquatica and SeaWorld San Antonio. So I actually asked somebody who was working, I said, hey, is this how you get into SeaWorld San Antonio? He said, yeah, yeah, it's off to your right. So what happens is they open up and they, they I don't know what time they opened up. I think it may have been right at 1030. They open up the, oh, no, 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 it was earlier because we waited at the gate in front of SeaWorld uh, a little bit of time. So they opened up, we go through security and if you go left, you go to Aquatica. If you go right, you go to SeaWorld San Antonio. So we went right we went to the gate. We're front in line of, you know, there's mo- kind of like, kind of like Universal, where there's multiple stations at the gate where you can just pick a line. So we did that. We were in the front, um, and I asked the the team member like, what's the best way to tour the park? Like, where should we go when the park opens? They all said Steel Eel. So uh, that's what we did. So the park opened. We made a mad dash to Steel Eel, and on our way there. We were told that, in fact, let me place. I have the video here that I'm going to play on mute, so that way uh, I don't forget anything. Uh, on the way, so on the way there, where uh, I saw on the map that still, because there's a little some offshoots, so I thought I got to make sure that I'm on the right path. Luckily, the path 
has a it's like a road like with a dotted line like a road so if you're on the main path it's easy to tell you're on the main path so i asked an employee hey is this the way halfway there is this the way it's still ill he said yes but it doesn't open till 11 it's 10 30 opening and i'm like oh well that's peculiar okay well okay so we're gonna walk anyway it doesn't matter we're gonna go in there so we're walking and the one thing about san antonio is they have a lot of park a lot of trees a lot of um just places for people to sit like picnic areas even at the coasters in fact if you look here john this is just a play area look at look, look up it's all covered it's all tree it's just a beautiful little section that you can stay in the shade so we get to steel eel and steel eel you know we get to steel eel to sign and it's not clear where to go to get into the queue it's just like a park again a ton of places to sit they have tree cover it's beautiful absolutely glorious but I had no idea where to go. And we get up there and it said that still you'll open at 10:30 on the sign. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So we get up there and we walk up and no one's there. And we're like, is this open? And they said, yes. I'm like, Oh, here we go. And uh, we got front row. We got front row, all the coasters to stay, but still eel. I've never heard anything about it. I've heard no one mention it. No, it's in no one's top 10 lists, but this coaster is an absolute blast. It's an out and back. It has a bunch of airtime heels. That's all it does. And it does it so well. Oh, my Lord. It is so fun. Now, later in the day, spoiler, I go back. And again, there's no line at 2 p.m. And I ride the back, and it's a little bit more intense. Uh, I didn't enjoy that ride nearly as much as I enjoyed the front row. I'm noticing a trend with coasters with you. <laughs> Riding in the back is bad. Um, Apollo's Chariot, I'll, I'll ride in the back all day. I, I love okay. that. So I'm all about that one. But... Yeah, Steel Eel, if you have in fact, I loved it so much, I bought the T-shirt. Now, again. He did buy the T-shirt. The T-shirt's very comfortable. It's a very soft cotton T-shirt. It was very, very nice. So if it was an ugly, you know, any basically any Bush Gardens Williamsburg T-shirt for Coaster, most of their T-shirts are just god-awfully ugly. How ugly? God-awfully. Okay, I just wanted to clarify, to quantify <laughs> that. But um, I did buy the Steel Eel because, my Lord, it was so good. Uh, Elena thought it was a little crazy, of course, but. She, uh, she was fine with it. Uh, so we left that one, and then we decided, all right, let's go to the next coaster, and that is um, uh, Wavebreaker. That's their straddle coaster. The first straddle coaster SeaWorld Entertainment uh, installed. Look before at you pulling out that important information. Going around and doing it for all their parks, including SeaWorld, uh, SeaWorld Orlando next year. You're going to see their straddle coaster. Uh, it was fun. I mean, okay, let me put it this way. Atlanta was like having, like, we having fun on this one. <laughs> she didn't sound like she was about to die. So that should explain to you uh, the the intensity level of this coaster. It, it's a very subtle coaster. It has a launch where you go into this little uh, area and they play a little video how you're going to go save somebody or save some. You got to rescue the animals. Yeah, you're, you're rescuing something. And then, you, you know, you just go, you're over the water essentially and you're just going around like you're in a jet ski. Um, it's fun. It's low to the ground. There's not much going on. I think there's a second... There's got to be a second uh, launch while you're over the water to get you over the second section. But, yeah, it's a very pleasant ride. It, it's a good first ride for your kids, you know. And um, it's exciting because it's, it's different. You know, it's not your normal car. It's, you know, or your coaster train. It's it's outside the box. So, yeah, we had a blast. And, again, no one was there. Uh, we got front row. No one else was there. We, we probably could have... Uh, at least still, you know, we could have easily rode front row a second time. Um, this one, 
probably I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm not. I don't exactly remember though. But uh, after getting off of that, the next progression, the next place to go if you're going to tour around the park clockwise would be Great White. Now this one didn't open till 11, so we had to wait a little bit. And this is the B&M Invert. As far as B&M Inverts go, it's fine. It's not my favorite, and it's not the worst. So you know, it's middle of the road. Um, of course. If anyone who's ever been on a B&M invert, it is not for the faint of heart. So uh, casual coaster fans, uh, ones uh, I would <laughs> say that maybe reluctant coaster fans who go because their partner likes coasters, they find this very intense. And Elena did so. She After this one, she was like, oh, we need a break because <laughs> I don't feel so great. Luckily, SeaWorld San Antonio doesn't have a lot of coasters. So that's easy to oblige, especially on a day such as this day where there was no one in the park. I mean, it was dead zo. It was so strange. Now, this is the weekend before Labor Day. Yes, John. Okay, two clarifications yes. just for the audience. One, you're there on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, this is a Saturday, weekend before Labor Day. Weekend before Labor Day, so technically summer, but we're getting towards the end. Yep. Two, you had to wait for a third coaster to open at 11 o'clock when the park opened at 10:30. Did you get in a little bit early for 10:30? No, no, no. They went. It was okay. Yeah, 10:30. They didn't open the front gate till 10:30. Just want to yeah. clarify to show that I was listening. Yeah, there was no waits at this point. We waited. We well, we had to wait for the coaster to right. open, but then we got front row in the, that coaster. So uh, we then went to the Those wooden are wondering, coaster. He's now trying to advance his video to see what they yes. do next. <laughs> then we went to um, the wooden coaster, Texas Stingray. Is there Woody? Uh, it's a, I think it's a 40, 46 inch min height, so it's not incredibly intense. It was fun though, and it was actually much more intense than I thought it would be. It, it was a really good wooden coaster, uh, good addition for this park. It was super fun. So, so far, the coasters have all been phenomenal. Like, there's no disappointments at all. None that I wouldn't ride again. Uh, I would say maybe the B&M Invert, <coughs> the Great White, you know, that one. Uh, if there was a line, I probably wouldn't ride just because it's not a bad ride, but I don't particularly need to ride it. Okay. So, it, but uh, everything else, I would definitely ride again. Yeah, that one was good. Then, as we were walking... Uh, we noticed that the the whale show was going on, so we decided, you know what, it's uh, 125 degrees. Let's go inside and watch this show. So we did so. Um, it was fine. It was what you, you know, it was all about, you know, preservation, blah blah blah. And the they, the whales come up and now who sounds like a cowboy? Do <laughs> we gotta eat them? <laughs> Get yeah. in my grill. Uh, yeah. We're gonna feed into the stereotype. Let's go ahead and do that, please. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it was fine. And then we were walking through their, what was it, their beer fest. Oh, yeah, they had a beer fest. So they had beer fest, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, very odd the way they have their beer fest set up. Nothing like any other SeaWorld Entertainment Park. So it was quite confusing. But we were walking through, and it was open. Like this video, John, that was open. The beer fest was going on. Well, beer fest usually start around 11 o'clock at yeah. the SeaWorld Parks Entertainment. It was so 11. That makes sense. And this is, I think it was 11.30. It's almost noon at this point. In the video, I say they're not open. I didn't think they were open. Now, they I, also... In case you've not watched a live stream of Tom in theme parks, <laughs> Tom's a highly intelligent individual, but uh, somehow his brain shuts off in theme parks and he gets information 
Yeah, it's it's fun to play that game. Oh man, then uh, we or me? I think I did. I I could not uh, persuade Elena to do Tidal Surge. That is their SNS swings or their screaming swings. And I did this. They only had the one side running, which was just pe- totally peculiar. Like I don't know. I, I guess. All right, whatever. Um, and as I did it, I realized, wait, this thing is every bit as much as high and fast as the uh, Bush Gardens Tampa. Serengeti Flyer. Yes. And I did check. And it is, in fact, the exactly the same. It's the same speed and same height. So this came first. And this one's touted as the uh, you know, largest and fastest or something. The world's tallest and fastest screaming swing is what they tout this as. Screaming swing. So I have to scream on the swing. Yes, you have okay. to. You have to. Just yeah. making sure. So uh, that was, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I like those. It's so much fun. And again, we're walking through, and it's just like you're walking through a park. They just have just trees and park area. So the next thing we decided to do is their water rapids ride. Let me tell you something about this one, John. This one's their Rio Loco. Now, we didn't wait in a long line, maybe 10, 15 minutes tops. But every person I walked, I noticed walking off of this ride, nobody was wet. Nobody walked off. That seems odd with a, a crazy river ride. Yes. No one walked off wringing their clothes, like walking in that funny manner. No Popeye? Nothing. Popeye <laughs> nothing. Phenomenon, okay. So I'm thinking, okay, well, this is a pretty tame ride. And for the first three quarters of it, by the way, I have watched this. It's strange, right? Nothing happens. Nothing. I mean, there's some rapids, but no water hits. Like, we had a full boat, and you would have thought we were in a library. Like, there was no action going on. Like, no one was screaming. Everyone was just kind of going through, just like, all right. Yeah, it, it was very odd, very um, uneventful. Until, of course, you get to a waterfall, which I can only imagine... They only turned on right before our ride because there is no avoiding somebody on a boat is going to get soaked on this. And of course, who do you think got soaked? As you're watching it, John. I'm watching the video and it was watched me. it previously and know it's you. Yeah. I got drenched. Absolutely drenched destroyed. Drenched is a little bit of an overstatement, but way wetter than one would want. Yes. Elaine and I both got soaked. So two out of the, the, the boat seat six, two people are have to get soaked. I ask you, where were these people getting off the rapids ride when I was waiting? Because there weren't any. I assure you, no one got off of that ride as wet as I was and as wet as Elena was prior to me getting off. No one. And these are full boats. There's not like there there was a 15 minute wait. So. What the heck, man? <laughs> it was it was absurd. <laughs> oh, yes. And then they had a wall, a peg wall. that uh, They had different color pegs that you could put the pegs in and make words and, uh, you know, pictures and stuff. So we did that for a minute while we were dripping wet. Um, you know, it's intended for kids, obviously. But, you know, we are but kids you, at heart. You are a child. We are a child at heart. Uh, then, oh, that's when I went back to Steel Ill to ride again. And as you see, John, uh, there's no one in that queue. Like Steel Ill, this is like 2.30 in the afternoon. There's no one. There's no, there's nobody. So here's the deal. Weird. While we're on um, the Water Rapids ride, we're waiting to get off and I was dripping wet. 
I asked, I said, I asked a couple next to us because uh, we were chatting a little bit. And uh, I said, what's going on? You guys are locals. Why is it so dead? And, and uh, they said, essentially, kids went back to school. Kids went out to college. There's no one left. Uh, in fact, that was the final weekend. And I don't know how true this is, but they said that was a fine, this, that weekend, the weekend before Labor Day was the final weekend of Aquatica that was open for the year in Texas, a water park, which should, you should argue would be open year round. I couldn't. No, they can't do it year round in San Antonio, but you could argue that maybe you should at least get to Labor Day. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm questioning that information. Richmond, Virginia, it's at least Labor Day. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think Pennsylvania is Labor Day. Yeah, but everything. We do have to give pro or con. We do have to give SeaWorld Parks Entertainment credit. They chart their attendance very closely. And when it drops below a certain thing, they adjust things. So maybe they have determined that it's not worth your time. Yeah. Well, I can tell you SeaWorld, uh, they had nobody. That park was dead. There was nobody there. And now I imagine by the heat and the fact that we're, they were in a heat wave, I have to imagine Aquatica had a busier day, but I didn't go. So I don't know, but man, it was, a it was a dead day. And then, oh, so here's the deal. <laughs> Tell me the deal. So one of my biggest things I wanted to do was complete the trifecta. Cause I believe there's only three journey to Atlantis's or Atlantis. I, <laughs> and, uh, San Antonio, San Diego, and Orlando. I did San Diego and Orlando. So I wanted to get the third and I knew that the San Antonio one from pictures of it, that it wasn't very much of anything. It was your typical shoot to shoot. You go up a hill, you do a turn, you go down a hill, you get off. That's the ride. It did not look, uh, to be much more than that. So th- it was down all day, all day. It was not running. So I thought that there was a very good likelihood because we weren't spending, like we were going to leave in the afternoon. There's a very good likelihood that we weren't going to be able to ride it. So, uh, we we get done with that. We're walking to the front of the park and we notice that the, one of the cars are up and they're running it empty. I'm like, Oh, thank God. So we go over there and, um, <laughs> we're standing there and a guy comes out and, uh, I said, is this open? He said, well, it's been open, but we never moved the sign to say that like at the queue. So he picked up. So we got there. So we got uh, one of the first rides. I think there's some people before us riding, but it might've been employees. I don't know. So it is a shoot to shoot. The one thing about this one over the other ones, the boat itself is remarkable. It's very well themed. It's a beautiful uh, boat to ride in this ride. It goes up a hill. You're in a turntable where it turns you backwards. You do a little coaster track backwards. You do another turntable and you go down, splash, and that's it. There is no theming other than the boat and maybe the station. It's round. I don't know. We call that theming. I don't know about that, but um, not. It's definitely of the three, the least impressive. And if I were going to rank the three, this would definitely fall the last place. And I will probably create a video now that uh, with all three of them, all three POVs. Uh, in one video. So you can ride all three in one video. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did it. You know, it's a coaster credit and now I've ridden all the journeys, but this is certainly, especially in San Antonio on a hot day. If this thing had a line now that I've already ridden it, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait for it at all. I mean, if it maybe 10, 15 minutes, that's it. <laughs> there's just, there's no reason. 
to wait for it. And with the new launch log flume coming next year, there's no reason to ever ride Journey to Atlantis at uh, San Antonio. That's fair. But, yeah. Uh, so we did that, and then we went over and uh, Beer Fest. They actually had a band playing. So, like, hey, it must be open. You mean at the Beer Garden? At the Beer Garden at the Beer Fest. Well, uh, it was outside. So is it the Beer Garden? I don't know. There's a big sign that says Beer Garden. Oh, that's what it is? Video. All right. All right. <laughs> My video. All right. So I go to – this is where it gets confusing. So I go, and I ask the guy at the one booth. I said, hey, your food card has, like, five samples. I said, how does this work? Can I get food with the sample card? He said, yes. So I ordered the sample card. I ordered two meals and a beer. He says, okay, blah, 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 which was a lot more than what it should be. I said, what do you mean? I want to use samples for all this. Oh, you can't use the samples on food. Like, well, I explicitly asked you if I could, and you said yes. Now you can't. <laughs> like, uh, all right. Then, so I didn't get the sample card because I don't need I – I wanted one beer and a piece of food, and then we're going to leave the park. I just wanted to sample the beer, the beer fest. That's all I want to do. I, I don't want to spend the afternoon there. And apparently you can't do that. So then I go to another booth where, uh, you know, the beer is, and they had no way to do anything. Like they couldn't service me. They couldn't, I needed a cup. So then I had to go to another booth, which I had to wait because there's very limited booths to actually sell the cups to buy stuff. In the cups, they come in, um, you had to buy a card or you buy a single cup. You buy a souvenir cup, you get one pour. And I said, okay, well, what if I wanted a second pour? Well, they have to buy another cup. <laughs> like, what? Like, it's the most weird. Like, the food doesn't go with the samples. The beer, if you want one or two beer, you have to buy, now I have to have two separate souvenir cups. Like, I can't refill my souvenir. There's no refill on my souvenir cup. No, there's nothing. It's, and you can't buy, like, it's, you can't buy the stuff everywhere. Like, there's only certain places that aren't clearly marked. How the heck you do it? And I told the one lady who was ringing me up, I said, you know, this is completely different than every other SeaWorld Entertainment Park, how they run their, their festivals. She said, we get that all the time. <laughs> That's correct. <correct. laughs> so we got a um, pretzel bun chicken thing. Very, very good. You can see it here, John. I, I, I was actually impressed with the quality of this, this sandwich. Now, I'm sure it was overpriced, but it was really good. Uh, and we got some type of cider, something that Elena would drink. And it was fine. And again, it was just annoying. I got the souvenir cup, and I have it up in my cupboard. So if you want to use it, uh, John, feel free. But the sandwich was very good. Um, Those of you scoring at home, when I'm thinking of using a beer souvenir cup, I'm, I think of me. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, then, uh, so we had that, and that's when, um, oh, they, I tried to show they had the flamingos. Uh, you notice the flamingos aren't as pink as they are in Florida. So they need more shrimp. Um, and that's it. Then we, we left there, went back to the hotel, took a nap, showered, and then we moved on with our festivities for the rest of the day. Because we were soaked, and it was so hot. We were sweaty. Uh, we were tired, obviously. So that was SeaWorld San Antonio. I would say overall, and as we were there, um, the end of September, or end of August, they had a bunch of stuff set up already for Hell of Scream. They had, uh, they had different decorations up. They had their Monster Stomp sign, so they have Monster Stomp as well. But it's theater. Because you think Monster Stomp is the greatest show ever created in a theme park. I'm well, glad they do that. Have it. Yes. And it's kind of, it's in like an outdoor, like it's open air. So there's a roof, but there's no, there's, it's not enclosed. Okay. So that'd be very interesting to see that. Uh, so next year, maybe, maybe uh, I go for their Halloween, kill two birds, you know, ride the flume 
get to ride the rides and do their Halloween event. That sounds like a really great time that I'm sure your audience would love to hear about. I think so too. Well, see that? Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Feed my addiction. Nice. Ah, very good. But um, do you have any questions I'm about trained professional. anything that I did, whether it be SeaWorld or otherwise? No, because any question I'm going to have is going to sound like a condescending um, <laughs> person that I am, and I'm working very hard on that. Oh. Uh, having said that, um, it sounds like you had a good time. It was a blast. And sometimes people who live in the Orlando area yes. need to get away. Yes. And I believe I'm starting to relate to that. <laughs> so I'm starting to look forward to the Christmas holidays where I'm going to get yeah. out of town. Yes. Get the heck out. Sorry. It is nice to go experience other cities. Right. That you've I, never I realize those of you who do not live in this area, and I'm still not based in this area, even though it sounds like it. <laughs> uh, I know you're like, well, if I lived there, I would do this all the time. I get it. I know. That's why I was giving Tom grief by complaining about being hot. Some of you are probably listening to this podcast, and you're looking at it possibly turning freezing cold where you live. Um, <laughs> I get all that, but there's something about you get used to where you are. It's a phenomenon of life. Well, I mean, now, now I'm getting philosophical. I'll turn it back over to you. I, I think the first, the, um, I've been down here for almost two years. In the first year, now there's more, there are more things going on, more reasons than just the, uh, you know, I want to stay here and do stuff. There, there's definitely more factors than that. For the first year, I was, for the first over year, I don't think, I, I mean, other than going to Richmond to see the kids or going to work um, or, did I go anywhere else? I don't think so. I, I didn't really do anything. I didn't go on vacation. Now, again, first time, you know, moving to Orlando, right. there's so much to do here. You know, your life is a vacation almost. But, um, Try to remind me that next year when, <laughs> on the current work plan that life is a vacation. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're, you're, you're checking so in with me. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's true. It's nice to, to get away, do something for a weekend, get away from your reality. Because mm-hmm. even though, yeah, this this is where I play. This is also where I work. So you know, when I he uses, he uses that term work loosely, but we'll discuss <laughs> that another time. It's nice to go somewhere where there is no work, like nothing I look at reminds me of, oh, I was working or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just, it's play for me. Like going to New York or San Antonio, yeah, it's all, it's, it's wonderful. It's just an excuse to uh, day drink and just relax and do stupid things and just have a good time. Ugh, it's great. Great. All right. Well, I think that's good. Um, You're not sure that's good, but you think that's good. I think that's good. Okay. I, I think uh, it was a great trip. Glad I did it. We'll go back and uh, we'll continue these little weekend journeys. Now, what I typically do is uh, I'll go into Google Flights and just try to find. Don't tell him that that's the same search engine everybody else uses. He likes Google Flights. Don't tell him, everybody. Don't message him and let him know. I do like Google Flights. Okay. And uh, if I find some cheap flights for a weekend, (laughs) we do it. Let's go. And that's why he doesn't know Southwest exists. That's right, because they're not on there. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Well, I think that will be the end of this episode. So I'd like to thank my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, when you find yourself on vacation and you need to get away from the vacation, then go to San Antonio. <laughs> Keep making memories. Um, as always, eat like you mean it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vacation Here Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationearspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. 
please like our Facebook page, Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More production. For Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.